Hello my lovely kiddos. So today I'm back with another story and this is Sudha Murthy The Magic of the Lost Temple. There are multiple chapters so we are going to take one at a time. Okay? Let's dive in. Okay, so first, the family. Nuni was a 12-year-old tomboy who loved all forms of physical activity, whether it was walking, climbing, jumping or hiking. She was a foodie but wasn't interested in cooking. She was not fond of TV or cartoons either. Sometimes she watched Chota Bhim, but only when her parents told her to do so. She didn't like surfing the internet or playing computer games. Fascinating, isn't it? If she couldn't be outdoors, she preferred to read. Unlike most other girls, she didn't care about the clothes she wore or the way she looked. Her father, Dr. Shekhar, bought her dresses, skirts, hairbands and girly accessories, but Nuni usually preferred wearing a t-shirt and leggings. When she was younger, she had long curly hair that her mother, Usha, used to insist on plaiting every day. But as she grew older, she opted to cut it so that it fell to her shoulders much to the disappointment of her mother who was proud of her daughter's thick long hair noni loved braiding her hair and tying brightly colored bows at the ends of her two plaits there was nothing usha could do to change her mind once noni decided to do something nothing could stop her now noni's real name was anushka but everyone called her noni it was easy to spell and Noni liked it. Today was a big day for her. She was a 7th grade student of a CBSC English medium school called Kendriya Vidyalaya in Bangalore and was about to get her early report. As soon as the teacher handed her the report card, Noni closed her eyes and prayed to God in a last minute attempt to bribe him into giving her a good rank. While she didn't care much for how she was placed in the class, she knew that her father was very sensitive about it and she wanted to make him happy. With hesitation, she finally opened her eyes and turned to the first page of her report card. Her eyes searched impatiently to see her rank in class. Finally, she saw a two-digit number, 10. She had ranked 10th in her class. Oh, Dad is going to be disappointed today, she thought. Absent-mindedly, Nuri looked up and saw her friend Ramya jumping with joy. Immediately, she knew that Ramya had come first. Nuni smiled. She was happy for her friend and got up to congratulate her. Soon, she was surrounded by her friends. Everybody was either talking about the rankings or their plans for the 10-week summer holiday. Some were going to attend swimming classes, while others were taking courses in arts, music or dance. But Nuni's parents had other plans. It was time to board the school bus. Nuni said goodbye to everyone and began thinking about her summer plans as the bus began the journey home. After a few days, 
she and her parents were going to leave Bangalore and head to a holiday resort in Kurg. This was their ritual every summer. Nuni's mother took a 10-day vacation from her job as a bank officer and her father, a doctor and a physician, adjusted his schedule so that he could get away too. It was a hard task for him to take off from the hospital because of the increase in patient load during the summer season. The three of them always went to a resort, which they booked at least six months in advance. On their prior trips, they had visited Kodaikanal, Uti, Yarkaut, Nyanital and Manali, among others. The places may have been different, but the routine was exactly the same. They would check into the resort and buy a few things from the market nearby so that Usha could make them some breakfast or if she didn't feel like cooking, they could eat in a restaurant. After a sumptuous meal, three of them would go out for a nature walk and her father, who loved photography, would take pictures of everything they saw. If the resort had a swimming pool, Nuni and her father would swim and laze on the pool chairs for the entire day. Occasionally, other family friends also accompanied them on the trip. Before returning to Bangalore, Usha and Noni would buy souvenirs for their friends. Noni had mixed feelings towards such a routine vacation. She didn't really love it, but she didn't want to miss it either. After they came back from Kurg, Noni was going to join a summer camp where she would learn yoga, painting, swimming and pottery for a few weeks. By the time the camp was over, school would reopen. Noni would have liked to do something different and new, but she couldn't think of anything. Her mind wandered to her mother's parents who lived in Indore. The city was a furnace in the summer and her family did not like to go there at that time of the year. However, her maternal grandparents usually came to Bangalore in the winter and spent at least 10 days with them. Sometimes, Usha took Nuni for a week to Indore during the Diwali holidays, but Nuni never felt comfortable there. Though her family spoke Kannada at home, the main language spoken by the people in Indore was Hindi. Moreover, it was a little different from the Hindi she studied in school. Maybe that's why she didn't have any friends there. Dr. Shekhar practiced in a nursing home. He was the son of a farmer and belonged to a small village called Sumana Halli. Sumana Halli was located on the banks of the Varada River in North Karnataka. Dr. Shekhar's parents still lived in the village. Every year during the Ganesha festival, Nuni and her parents would make the four-hour trip to Sumanahalli by car and stay there for a few days. Dr. Shekhar felt uncomfortable in the village and always wanted to come back to Bangalore as quickly as possible. Usha, on the other hand, didn't mind spending time there. Nuni liked Sumanahalli. It had huge fields, a sparse forest and big hills. She loved going with her grandfather to the fields every morning. There were plenty of vegetables and fruits for her to see like rice, paddy and banana. 
At home in her grandparents' house, she was fascinated by the cows in the cow shed. Still busy with her thoughts, Nuni realized just in time that the bus had reached her stop. She hurriedly got off and walked home. Her family lived on the fourth floor of a nice apartment complex in Jayanagar. When she reached home and rang the bell, Usha opened the door. Nuni was surprised and happy to see her mother. Mom, what are you doing back from office so early? Without waiting for a response, she handed over her school bag to her mother and went inside the bedroom to change her clothes. On her way, she passed by the kitchen and saw the maid, Kaveri, cutting vegetables. Usha followed her. Nuni, I'm sorry. We are not going to cook this year. I hope you aren't too disappointed, she said. That's fine, mom. But why? What happened? I have to attend a special training program in Delhi. It is compulsory. And I have to report there in a few days. The training is for six weeks, Nuni. Oh, mom, I want to come to Delhi too. You know how much I love it there. Nuni went to her mother and hugged her. Usha knew that her daughter loved places with monuments, probably because Usha herself was a graduate of history and often told Nuni simple and short stories about famous buildings. A few years ago, Shekhar had been invited to speak at a four-day conference in Delhi and Usha and Nuni had accompanied him. While Shekhar spent his days working, Usha and Nuni went to see the Qutub Minar, the Red Fort and Humayu's tomb. Nuni was enchanted by the stories behind the old buildings. No, my child, Usha said a little sadly, I can't take you. I have to stay in a shared room with another colleague. Also, Delhi will be very hot right now. Hotter than Indore? Of course, said Usha. Then I'll have to spend my entire vacation in summer camps, declared Noni unenthusiastically. No, that may not be necessary, Usha said thoughtfully. Let me think about this a little bit and figure out where you can stay for six weeks. Give me some time. I'll talk to your father. Noni nodded. She was not worried. She knew that her parents would find a nice place for her to stay. That day, her father also came home early from work. By then, Kaveri had finished cooking and left. Their routine was precise. Every weekday morning, Usha got up early to make breakfast and lunch for the family. The three of them ate breakfast, after which Nuni rushed to catch her school bus. Usha went to her office by scooter, while Shekhar took the car to the hospital. Both the parents came back by lunchtime to eat together. Then, Usha would immediately leave and Shekhar would rest in the afternoon and go back to the hospital in the evening for consultation. He usually came back at night or sometimes even later, depending on the number of patients. Weekdays were a different story. Saturday was a half day for both mother and daughter. So, Usha and took Nuni swimming in the evenings. Sunday was a much dreaded homework day. <laughs> While Nuni slogged, Shekhar would relax and meet friends or help around the house. Kaveri came in the evenings every day, cleaned the house, cooked and left. Everything lost like clockwork in their house and life. Nuni found it very boring. 
At the dinner table that night, the subject of discussion was Noni and where she could stay for six weeks. But even after a half hour, her parents couldn't decide. After Noni had finished dinner, Usha suggested, Why don't you go to the living room and watch Churabhi? Noni understood that her mother wanted to distract her and went into the living room. Still, she could overhear her parents talking in the next room. Shall we send Noni to Indore? Usha asked her husband. No, she is not used to the terrible heat there. But it's also true that I can't look after Noni by myself for six weeks. Maybe I should call my parents. Shekhar wondered out loud. I don't think your parents will come here for such a long time. As it is, your mother hardly stays here for a week before she starts having asthma attacks and then she rushes back home. You know, they are uncomfortable in our small apartment since they are used to living in their spacious house in the village. Still, I would like it if uh, they agreed to come. Why don't you talk to them? How about Dr. Vivek's house? Shekhar suggested. His wife and he can take care of Noni. They are helpful, young and energetic. Oh, that is not practical. They have a one-year-old baby and it is not right to leave our child in someone else's house for six weeks. It is better to talk to your parents, said Usha. Shekhar wasn't convinced. Can you drop out of your training program? He asked. No, I can't do it this time. I have already postponed it multiple times in the last few years. Now it has come to a point where I must complete the training if I want to grow in my career. Shekhar nodded, took out his phone and called his father. He explained the problem and requested his parents to come and stay in Bangalore for a few weeks. After he finished the call, Shekhar looked at his wife and said, Abba has a different opinion. He thinks that we should let Nuni stay in the village. They can't come now because of the cows is pregnant and Aunt Sarasu's granddaughter is also getting married in the summer. The mango season will start soon and Appa says he has a lot of work. He's giving me every excuse that he can not to come here. Shekhar sighed. Don't say that. Usha said formally, Appa is not giving you excuses. He's telling you the truth. The cow, the wedding and the vogue in the fields is important to him. Just like I can't skip my training, your parents can't leave their home for six weeks either. But think about his suggestion. It may not be a bad idea for Noni to stay in Sumana Halli. It will be safe. My only concern is that she may not have friends there and if so, how will she spend her time? Appa said that there is a new headmaster who has come to take care of the local high school. He has a son around Noni's age. Also, many of my cousin's children are all coming to the village for the wedding. I don't think that Noni will get bored. Why don't we ask Noni for her opinion directly? Usha smiled and nodded. Noni! Both the parents yelled together. Though she was still watching Chota Bhim, Noni knew exactly what was going on. She wondered whether she could go to Vivek uncle's house or to her grandparents in the village. In the end, she thought that it would be better to stay in Sumana Halli because of the wedding in the family, the cattle in the cow shed, the vast fields that she could, she could play in and the river that she could swim in. She went to her parents and declared, I'll go to Ajah's place. Usha heaved a sigh of relief but remained a little concerned at the thought of sending her daughter away for so long. Shekhar was quiet. In that case, it is decided. Usha turned to Nuni and said, 
We will sleep early tomorrow and next morning your dad will drop you to Smanahalli. You should both leave by 6 so that your father can get back to Bangalore the same day. I'll pack your bags for the trip and a few things for Ajay and Ajito. That's a good idea, said Shekhar. I'll ask Vivek to come with me so that I don't get bored on the way back. Usha patted Noni on her head and both of them headed back to the living room to wash the last few minutes of Chota Beam.